Hey guys, welcome to You the Boss podcast, episode 7. I'm your host, Pam. Uh, I want to just say really quick, thank you so much for tuning in again. You know, I'm having a lot of fun learning with this, but also just getting a lot of feedback from you guys, and I'm just really excited to keep sharing. Today we're going to be talking about emotional availability and you know, kind of how it affects our friendships or relationships. I want to start off by saying that to me, friendships are relationships. You know, relationships are not only romantic relationships. So, you know, to me, friendships are just a title of a, a type of relationship. Um, so you'll you'll kind of hear me use the two words interchangeably. But friendships is really just the title or the kind of relationship is the kind of relationship it is. Um, I really want to talk about friendships today. I'm I'm learning a lot about what it is to to be a friend or to to have a friend. And some time ago, I I heard. Um from a mentor of mine that you can be a really good friend to everyone, but you can only be a great friend to a few people. And I was about 20 at the time. So like, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And I've kind of felt like at the time I was like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, you, you're either a great friend or you're not. And as I've gotten a little bit more mature, um, I've realized that actually that makes plenty of sense. You know, when you think about when you think about the top five to six people in your life, you know, your immediate circle of people that you turn to when something is great, when something is bad. When, if you're going to be leaving the country for two months, you know, the people that you want to share that with or let them know like, hey, I'm going to be stepping out. Um, those are the people that are your closest friends, um, your best friends. Those are people that are your chosen family, basically. Um, but they are your friendships and they take a lot of effort. You know, when you when you think of those of those five people, you're you're considering the the different types of energies that it takes to be accountable to these people. And now um, I do want to talk about accountability at a, at a later time and, and kind of a book I, I've been reading over the last couple of weeks. But for the sake of this, when we think of the word accountable and being friends with someone and being accountable to them and then being accountable to you we're immediately like almost turned off. Like we're, it's almost like a negative connotation. It's almost like, well, I'm holding you accountable. And it's like, there's really no such thing. I'm, I'm kind of re- really beginning to learn. But with your friendships, see, there's, these are the people that if you had a flat tire, you know, if you called one of them and they, they were near, 
you know, they'd figure it out to come help you or they would put someone in the position to come help you. Um, these are the people that are like back to back with you, you know, no matter where they are in their lives, you know, they, they're here for you. Um, and when you're a good friend, it just means that, you know, whenever you can serve others, you do. If someone calls you because they need advice about something or because it's a topic that you're familiar with and, and you give them that advice and, you know, you're a good friend to everyone. Everyone can say, yeah, I can always turn to her. I can always, I can always call her. I can always call him. I can always call them to, to rely on them or to, you know, shoot an idea across them to see what they think or something like that. You can be that for everyone. Because some of those are just character things. Those are not specific to one kind of relationship or to one kind of friendship. And, you know, because everyone has, we all have different kind of relationships. You know, in, in our friendships, it, it's become more and more apparent, especially with what we are learning about mental health and, and the different things that we are learning as a as a society and as a generation specifically, you know, we're we're in some great ways we're showing up to our friendships like this is great. We have a give and take. It's even. This is what this is. And then in other ways, it's kind of really highlighting that a lot of people really aren't friends at all. Actually, we've kind of just revolved in in some relationships in our lives where I met you in grad school and we get together and have drinks sometimes and sometimes you watch my dog when I go out of town. Um, but they're not really friends. You know, they're not someone that you would call necessarily in a bad situation or a great situation. In fact, some things you don't want to share with them because maybe they're not excited to share them with you. And in other circumstances, you know, a lot of Again, what we're seeing common is pouring into empty cups and those cups not pouring back into us. So we're in, um, instead of give and take relationships, we're in give and just give relationships. And I do want to preface that by saying that if you are doing anything anywhere in the world in your life, expecting something back, you're doing it for the wrong reason. So that's a maybe a topic we could touch down the road. But when you're in a friendship, the the things that come to the table are not always even, but you should be in a mutual, you should be on the same page in the same book. You can't be in a in a friendship. You can't be on page seven in you know book a and then the other person be on page seven and book b you're not in the same book even if you think you're on the same page and so sometimes in life you know our friends go through storms everyone goes through storms again it's something that we're learning as a society with mental health and things like that so our friends go through storms and 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 they go through these 
different things that are going on, relationship, um, you know, marital relationship issues, work issues, um, maybe even family issues, which I do want to talk about in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, they, your friend needs you to kind of be their umbrella, not for you to fight their battles, not for for you to handle it for them or for them to treat you like crap because they're going through something. No. But they just need they just need your ear. You know, they just need to they just need to vent. And you know, hopefully they return that umbrella setting for you. Hopefully they they turn around and they say, "Hey, I know you're having a hard time. I'm here for you." And, and and a lot of the time that doesn't even need to be said. A lot of the time that just gets done. It gets hopefully acknowledged and then you keep prospering in your friendship because that's what a great friendship is. And then, then there's the point where we come in these great relationships in these in these different places of, of our the different relationships in our lives, but specifically our friendships, where you have to make sure that you're coming to the table with something that belongs at that table. And this is where being a good friend is versus a great friend. Because with a good friend, you know, it's essentially that same story of like, oh, yeah, we're friends, you know, sometimes she comes and takes my dog out when I'm out of town and, you know, we have drinks, we have dinner, we have movie nights, we have game nights, and then, like, everyone kind of goes their own way. You can be a good friend to everyone. That is just kind of a character thing. But to be a great friend, you have to be able to hold yourself to a standard where you're going to show up to this table and understand that I need to ask you, do you have space for me? You got a few minutes for me? Hey, can I vent? And I know that we are we're getting a lot of slack about oversensitivity and and whatever the opinions are on that. But I think that's so important. You know, for you to call your best friend and just be like, "Hey, you got a quick second for me?" or even shoot them a text because they might be in the middle of the workday like, "Hey, you got a few minutes for me? I just need to vent. And that's so important because that person can show up so much better for you, whether they're your best friend or not, because we can't take things for granted. But you can allow them to be in a mental space to be there for you. You can allow them to be available for what it is that you need to vent about, whether it's major life crisis or it's a quick they didn't let me return that purse at target and i'm pissed and i think that it's also important as the strong friend to let you know this part but also if you're the person that feels like you need to apologize because you want to vent or because you are venting and didn't ask. I'm here to kind of let you know that the once or twice of apologizing is great. 
I think it shows that you're compassionate and that you're just like, oh my God, I don't mean to dump this on you. But you shouldn't feel that way every time something major is going on. And the reason I say that you you shouldn't feel that way is because you're a human being and your emotional your emotional standpoint and your emotional availability and how you show up in your friendships is just as important as the person you're venting to. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it just slips out and you vent and you dump and you're like, you, you just vomit basically. And sorry to get graphic for anyone that's queasy, but you, you just vent and it just comes out and you're just so frustrated and you're just like, ugh, that's okay. But the, the, the main point here is not, what which side are you most on because that's it's almost ridiculous to try to even choose one or the other because truthfully you're a human being so you're not a robot you can't you can't be higher on one scale than the other and if you are you're being robotic and you're not being your your true self but really you're just you should acknowledge like am I a dumper or am I always allowing for people to dump on me am I showing up to myself and my emotional availability. And am I also taking into consideration others's? And I know others isn't a word, so sorry, my grammar people. Am I allowing, am I taking into consideration other people's emotional availability? Because again, you do make mistakes. Again, you do show up and you just vent, and then you're like, oh my God, I just unloaded that on you. I'm so sorry. But I feel like, I feel like we should. Make saying I'm sorry or apologizing less heavier than it is. You know, I was I was thinking a couple weeks back where I was in some like day of a funk. Um, it was probably raining outside and I was just like exhausted for whatever reason or another. And I realized that I had vented to one of my friends and like she was in a really good mood. And like I had vented and I was like oh my God, I just like totally was a buzzkill there for her. And I realized that I was like playing this over in my mind, like being so hard on myself. So now I've developed this whole other emotion of being hard on myself because I vented to her and I needed to apologize and I didn't know how to bring it up. And it became this whole tornado. And really, I ultimately, I just ended up being like, hey, my bad about, you know, earlier where like I vented and like you were in a high space, like my bad. You know, that was me checking my own emotions, but also me checking the availability that I'm taking up in someone else's space. You see, because that works both ways. And 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 this also kind of feeds into the the concept of your time is important. Your your space, your emotional well-being is important, but so is everyone else's. So you showing up saying the 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 great phrase of, oh, you know, I'm protecting my space. I'm protecting my space. Some of protecting your space is also looking out for other space, right? Like we don't just drive our cars into other people's cars, right? Because we don't want to hurt our cars. But like we also don't want to wreck other people's cars. Like that's not a way to live either. And that's. 
that's where that emotional availability comes in because like sometimes you really do just want to you want to just get a quick vent session now and and just rest on it you're just like hey I just you got a quick second for me hey I just want to vent real quick and then like we can come back to this later I just want to get it out and I want to make sure you're in a good space for that and you know what sometimes I really have found in in one of my closest relationships that sometimes it's a quick like hey this video I'm venting in this video and I record a quick video and I send it and then like this is how we communicate but the main point is, are you showing up asking people, hey, you got a second for me? Hey, I'm, I've been a little off the last couple of days. I know that in the last year, there's been some uncertainty, scariness. There's been so many downers. I mean, I, I've... If I could close my eyes and and play like a, a quick theater strip through my mind, there's so many like hard moments that have happened in the last 12 months from this very moment. But it's also been such a learning time for all of us. We've been so awake. We've or or should I say we've been brought up to speed to some things that some of us didn't know. Some of us were avoiding. Some of us were just blatantly like ignoring. Um, and it's been a growing time. Personally for me, um, I've had a lot of time to, to, you know, to sound cliche, to think about my energy, but also my spirit, um, my, my inner person and, and, and my habits and the good and the bad habits, right? Because the best part is is holding yourself accountable. And a lot of that has been my emotional availability and, and trying to stretch myself and, and do onto myself that I've been stretching myself so thin emotionally. And, and I have to say that in the last year, I have really have caught myself so many times being like, wait a minute, mm-mm. Like, actually, that person was just venting, and, and I can't take that in right now, so I'm going to revisit. And and I found myself more comfortable to be like, hey, can we come back to this? I, I can't talk about this right now. Or, hey, I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't want to talk about this right now. I can't let it out. I, I can't find the words to spit it out. And, and, and instead of feeling guilty about venting or even guilting about thinking that my venting might be too much for someone else without even giving them the chance to tell me that. I've been full of more grace upon myself and upon others. Because sometimes as pendulums, as we are as human beings, I might be on my upswing and you might be on your way back down from yours. And and my emotional availability is as you're friend as your close friend is to understand that our emotional availability is different or it's varied but they are neither less important one is is not necessarily more important than the other yes you know yourself always comes first but I shouldn't 
make you feel like you are less because I hold myself at high regard. It's just me not taking from that from you. And in closing this week, I want to leave you guys with that phrase that I started this episode with. And it's, you can be a good friend to everyone. That is your character. If you're a good person, it doesn't matter the circumstance. You just, you just are. But you can only be a great friend to a handful of people. And so I want you to show up to that handful emotionally available, but also making sure that you let them know that you take their emotional availability into consideration and that they are just as important to you as you are to yourself. Thank you for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of You the Boss Podcast. Mm-hmm.